It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. It's been 30 years since the Washington NFL franchise last won a Super Bowl, or even made one. On today's episode, we look back on that last dominant season and team that wore the burgundy and gold proudly right now. You are Locked On Washington Football Team, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. You are Locked On, the Washington Football Team with the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. I'm Chris Russell, co-host of the Russell and Medhurst Show on the Washington Football Team's flagship radio station, the Team 980 and the Odyssey app in the Washington, D.C. area. David Harrison will return on the next episode solo. He, you can check out on SI.com's Fan Nation. Good to have you with us, and we thank you for making the Lockdown Washington Football Team Podcast your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. And you can find us on Twitter. Find David on Twitter at DHarrison82, me at Russellmania621, and the show at LockedWFTPod. We are brought to you on this podcast by OnlineGambling.com, the place to be for all the latest gambling news and tips throughout the NFL playoffs. Visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to get the edge over the competition throughout this year's playoffs. All right, guys, here's what we're going to do. We're going to have a couple of news and notes items towards the back end of the show, but the first half or so, maybe a little bit more of the show, I wanted to spend some time reliving what we, most of us saw, those that were alive, those that were able to comprehend, uh, so say like 35 and up maybe, maybe 37 and up, what happened 30 years ago, Wednesday, uh, which is January 26th, 1992, at a place that I got to actually go visit before they knocked it down, and a place I watched a ton of baseball Twins and Vikings football games at the Hubert H. Humphrey Metrodome in frigid Polar Bear Express, Minneapolis, Minnesota. The Washington then Redskins won Super Bowl 26 by the score of 37 to 24 over the Buffalo Bills. Now, you might ask, well, were you in Minnesota for that? I I said I was only there one time, and it was right before they knocked it down. I saw a miserable Thursday night collapse by Washington in Mike Shanahan's final year in 2013, in which they had a big halftime lead. So, no, I was not there. However, I was closely watching the game, but from Buffalo. That's right. From Buffalo, New York, at my alma mater, Buffalo State College. But I should point out that I was not rooting for the Buffalo Bills. Now, all of my friends were. The campus was. The town was electric, as cold as it was. And it was polar bear cold. It was like 
negative five degrees or something that day, if I remember correctly. It was ridiculous. Um, the Bills had lost Super Bowl 25 a year before, 20 to 19, on Scott Norwood, or as they call him up in Buffalo, Scott Norwides, missed 47-yard field goal, wide right. The Bills were in the Super Bowl for a second year in a row of what would turn out to be four years in a row, of what would turn out to be four losses in a row. Because the Washington then Redskins hopped on them early. Mark Rippon was great. We'll go through what happened in the game in case you need a refresher. And Washington won 37-24 to win, again, their third Super Bowl under Joe Gibbs with three different quarterbacks. Of course, you know Joe Theismann, the great Doug Williams, and now Mark Rippon. Again, that game played 30 years ago. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, January 26th, they were putting it out 30 years ago today. They have a new stadium. Obviously, the Vikings still play in Minneapolis. It's on the footprint of that particular facility. They knocked it down and built the new stadium. And Washington won by 13, but really the game was not that close. The Bills scored a couple times late. I, I suppose anything can happen, as we saw in the playoffs. No lead safe kind of thing. Uh, that lead was pretty safe. All right, we're going to go through the game in a sec, but just a couple of things to keep in mind. Washington led the league, the entire NFL, during that regular season and scoring with 485 points. And allowed the second fewest points in the NFL that year at 224. Again, think about that. Process that. That is a 261 point point differential. Think about that. Think about that. Process that. Obviously, they were completely dominant. It was... By far the last great team they had. They never even came close since then. And they haven't made the playoffs two years in a row since that point. They have not. They've made the playoffs. They've won divisions. They've won a playoff game, too. They have not made the playoffs two years in a row in 30 years. Mark Rippon led the NFC that year during the regular season. In passing yards. Now you might say, Chris, surely he had to have at least 4,500 or 4,600 or 4,400 or something. 3,564 passing yards led the conference. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine that? 3,564. I mean, think about them apples. Think about how much the game has changed since then. Think about it from this respect, okay? Taylor Heineke, who we, everyone, I think, outside of maybe Taylor Heineke, is trying to replace. Taylor Heineke played... In 
16 games this year, starting 15. Okay? Mark Rippon played in all 16 games in that Super Bowl year. And again, led the NFC. Led the NFC in passing yards with 3,564. Right? So, in 15 games played... I'm sorry, 16 games played this year. 16 games played, 15 starts. So the same amount of games. Taylor Heineke had 3,419 passing yards. And obviously, a bunch of rushing yards as well. So he had ultimately more yards, I think, than Rippon. But think about that. Think about how... That number led the NFC 30 years ago in passing yards. Think about how mediocre that number is now. Again, only a slight difference of what? 140 yards? Something like that? Crazy to process that. He led, Rippon did the league, uh, I should say the NFC again, in touchdown passes that year, 28, during the regular season. 249 of one of 421. Think about that. A full season, and he passed the ball 421 times. Second highest passer rating in the league, 97.9. 11 interceptions. 28 to 11 in terms of touchdowns. Think about... 421 uh, attempts. Think about that. So, again, we just talked about how Taylor Heineke in today's NFL compares. Heineke had 494 attempts and 321 completions. So, again, process that. 321 completions, whereas Rippon had 249 completions. And they were within 160 yards of each other. Pretty crazy, huh? All right. That is just some of, obviously, where we're going to go with this. We're going to do a complete look back at that game for you, uh, just to relive the glory days, because, quite honestly, there haven't been any glory days since. Uh, so we want to make sure we warm you up as best we possibly can here in late January, 30 years later. Again, the Washington then Redskins were kings of the NFL world for a third time, winning Super Bowl 26 in Minneapolis over the Buffalo Bills. Thanks for being with us. I'm Chris Russell. This is the Locked On Washington Football Team podcast. Guys, at the beginning of the playoffs, OnlineGambling.com sent me uh, the challenge of picking who I think would get to the Super Bowl. I stayed with my original preseason pick, Buffalo-Tampa, and, well, both got eliminated this weekend. Uh, They've given me one last chance to change my pick, and I'm going to change my pick. Why? Because both teams got knocked out. So how could I stay with them? Uh, So I'm going to go because of my friends at OnlineGambling.com. I'm going to go with the Los Angeles Rams, and the Kansas City Chiefs in the conference championship games to get to the Super Bowl 
this year. Now, OnlineGambling.com, they've made their own Super Bowl picks, which can be found in the OG Tips article on their website. Gives you a little bit of context as to who they're picking and why. Now, Washington football team fans, we're all looking for an edge these days, and I'd like to thank OnlineGambling.com for sponsoring today's podcast. If you don't know already, OnlineGambling.com is a website dedicated to giving betters the edge. Throughout the playoffs, they've been providing you with the best NFL tips, news, and more to help you make your bets as informed as ever. Again, they made me change my pick, or they asked me for a pick. I gave them the wrong pick. I screwed up. I got burnt, so that's why I'm going with Kansas City and the Rams. See what they're picking at OnlineGambling.com. Make sure you visit OnlineGambling.com slash NFL for all the latest gambling news, tips, and odds to give you the edge throughout the playoffs. Remember, OnlineGambling.com slash NFL to make the most out of this year's playoffs. This Lockdown Podcast is brought to you by Home Chef. Now that the novelty of the new year has dwindled down, how are your resolutions coming? One of mine was to order less, take out, cook more at home. But I'll be honest, I haven't been consistent. That is until I found Home Chef. Home Chef provides fresh ingredients and chef-designed recipes conveniently delivered to your doorstep to simplify the cooking experience and without robbing you of the joy of putting a dish together yourself. I'm Pescatarian, and they cater to a variety of dietary needs. I had this super refreshing ginger sesame salmon, a beautiful trout dish, and a super comforting shrimp and vegetable orzo dish, all of which took me less than 30 minutes to put together. For a limited time right now, Home Chef is offering all of our listeners 18 free meals, plus free shipping on your first box, and free dessert for life at homechef.com slash locked on. That's homechef.com slash locked on for 18 free meals and free dessert for life. Homechef.com slash locked on must be an active subscriber to receive free dessert. All right, thanks for making the Locked On Washington football team podcast your first listen each and every day. A big announcement of the Gock and Williamson NFL show podcast is going on the road to Los Angeles for Super Week. That's coming up. Follow the Peacock and Williamson NFL show today to get the most comprehensive coverage of the big game. It's free and available on all platforms. All right, we continue to take a little bit of a look at Super Bowl 26 in which the Washington, or then Redskins, rolled up a 37-24 victory on CBS behind Joe Gibbs over Marv Levy and the Buffalo Bills. Washington, again, was 14-2 during the regular season. Bills were 13-3, but again, had been in the Super Bowl the year before that. What's crazy about this, and if you don't remember, it was nothing-nothing at the end of one. Back and forth. Defensive affair. And then, much like... The previous Super Bowl, Super Bowl 22, when Doug Williams lit up the Denver Broncos in the second quarter, not the same exactly, but Mark Rippon and the Redskins put up 17 points and keep the bagel on the board against the Buffalo Bills, so they're up 17 to nothing at the half of Super Bowl 26. 17 to nothing. Again, not as impressive as what Doug Williams and that Redskins team did, but still, after a scoreless first quarter, that's what you got. So Washington already in good position, obviously, as they, you know, take the 17 nothing lead uh, and go into the half. They get a 41-yard completion 
from ripping to Ricky Sanders, a 19-yard run by Ernest Miner that set up a field goal to give them a 3-0 lead. Then a 3-and-out on defense, a short punt, gives Washington the ball right around midfield, 51-play drive, five plays, I'm sorry, 51-yard, five-play drive, and Ernest Miner catches a 10-yard touchdown, and again, the route is on. So it's already 10 to nothing at that point. Bill's next drive, Daryl Green intercepts a pass from Jim Kelly, the Hall of Famer, right around the Washington 45-yard line. A couple of plays later, Rippon lights it up on a 34-yard pass to Gary Clark down to the Buffalo 15. Ricky Irvins with a 14-yard run. Gerald Riggs finishing it off with a one-yard touchdown run. And again, 17 to nothing. 17 to nothing. Bills had a chance at the end of the first half, uh, but things did not go the way they were hoping for it. So again, they became at that point the ninth team to go scoreless in the first half. In the third quarter, Washington comes out and boom, punches them in the mouth right away. So if Buffalo was hoping to get some momentum, nope. Washington goes up 24 to nothing, 16 seconds into the second half. Why? Because Kurt Govea, who I got to cover a little bit with the XFL DC defenders, uh, he intercepts Jim Kelly on the first play of the third quarter, returned to 23 yards down to the Bills' two-yard line, and Washington punches it in as Riggs goes in for his second touchdown of the game, and they're up 24 to nothing. 24 nothing. Then the Bills settle down a little bit, and they actually get a field goal and a touchdown, make it 24-10. So again, you're thinking, all right, this one's not over. But then Washington goes on before the turn to the fourth quarter, an 11-play, 79-yard drive. Gary Clark, 30-yard touchdown catch, and the Redskins are then up 31-10 late in the third quarter. And then Washington recovers a sack fumble. Al Void Mays, one of the best names in NFL history. Al Void Mays. Sacks Jim Kelly. And Fred Stokes recovers it. Washington gets the ball, turn to the fourth quarter, and they increase the lead to 34-10. They can't punch it in for a touchdown, but Chip Lowe Miller's 25-yard field goal gives them, again, a 34-10 lead early in the second quarter. Now, again, as we mentioned, uh, in the fourth quarter, I should say, uh, as we mentioned, the Bills obviously made a comeback. Don Beebe had a four-yard touchdown catch. That was the final score, 34-37-24. Bills, second onside kick. Washington able uh, to run out the clock. What's interesting is I later worked with, in Buffalo, as I was starting out my radio career, Chuck Dickerson, who was the defensive line coach for the Buffalo Bills during this game. I mean, we worked hand-in-hand for a couple of years in Buffalo on WGR Sports Radio. It wasn't sports radio at that point. It was news radio, but we did a lot of sports. And he got fired after that by Marv Levy, and that set off a war, a holy war. Jim Kelly, 28 of 58, 275 and two touchdowns, but sacked four times, intercepted four times. And again, the sack fumble lost. Thurman Thomas, only Hall of Famer, 10 carries, 13 yards, 4 receptions, 27 yards. James Lofton, the Hall of Famer, very good for Buffalo. For Washington, 
Gary Clark had seven catches, 114 yards touchdown. Monk had seven catches for 113 yards. How about that? That even distribution, if you will. Ricky Irvin, 72 yards. Ernest Biner, 49, plus three for 24 and a touchdown through the air. I mean, just an absolute ass-whooping by the Washington Redskins. 417 yards of total offense. The Bills were limited to 283 and just 43 rushing yards on the ground, even though it was, again, a 0-0 game into the second quarter. The Washington Redskins at that point became the first team, Joe Gibbs, the first coach to win a Super Bowl with three different quarterbacks. Of course, since then, the Giants have done it. Phil Simms, Jeff Hostetler, Eli Manning, and obviously Manning won two. And then the Packers, Bart Starr, Brett Favre, and Aaron Rodgers. And, of course, Rodgers only won one. And maybe he'll be the quarterback of the Washington, whatever they're going to be called, next week. And that was the last time the Washington Redskins were in a Super Bowl, won a Super Bowl, in a conference championship game. It's been 30 years. It's been 30 years, and never even close since then. That's a look at Super Bowl 26, 30 years ago, what it was like to be part of a magical football team, organization, year, and team. Think about that. People say, well, in order to bring back the fans, you just got to win. No, 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 no. There's been 30 years of damage. You're going to have to win, and you're going to have to win Big. You're going to have to win sexy. You're going to have to win in dominating fashion. Like the 1991 into 92 Super Bowl champion Washington Redskins did. That's what you're going to have to do. All right, we're coming back on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. We'll wrap it up. We got David Harrison back with a solo episode on the next edition. I'm Chris Russell. Good to have you with us. Hey, Washington football team fans, again. We have an incredible app everyone who buys gas needs to know about. Get Upside. Our listeners are earning cash back for every gallon of gas every time they fill up. Just download the free Get Upside app in the App Store or Google Play right now like David and I have. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN and you're going to get 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up in cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump anymore. Get cash back using GetUpside. Just download the app for free. Use the promo code TOUCHDOWN for $0.25 cents per gallon or more on your first tank. Some people drive a lot are making as much as two to $300 a year in cash back, and there's no cash. Uh, there's no cash. There is cash. The cash back gets added right to your account. You can cash out anytime to your bank account, PayPal, or an e-gift card for amazing Savings at Amazon and other brands. Just download the free GetUpside app and use the promo code TOUCHDOWN to get $0.25 cents per gallon or more cash back on your first tank. That's code TOUCHDOWN. All right, it is still January, the end of January, but that means New Year's resolutions hopefully are in full swing, but hopefully... They've turned into a New Year's habit, a New Year's way of living, a new way of living. And hopefully that new way of living and eating includes our friends at Built Bar. That's right. Built Bar is the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. Heck, it's better than a candy bar. I'm just going to say it. And it's a whole lot healthier for you. It's not chalky. It's not waxy. Not hard to chew. It's not hard at all. Soft, easy to chew, 100% covered in chocolate. 
Most Built Bars contain around 130 calories, 4 grams of sugar, 4 net carbs, 17 grams of protein, and they are delish. Whether your favorite is coconut almond, my favorite, peanut butter brownie, raspberry cookies and cream, salted caramel, David's favorite, mint brownie, many more flavors are in stock. Right now, as a matter of fact, if you go to Built.com, they come out with new limited time flavors occasionally. So you check them out. And if you see a flavor that you're interested in, I love caramel apple type thinking that main. See what you can get at Built.com. And when you go to Built.com, use the promo code LOCK15 and you're going to get 15% off your order. Again, use the promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. All right, we're wrapping up shop here on the Locked On Washington football team podcast. A quick shout-out to team president Jason Wright. Um, so on my radio show on the Team 980 with Pete Medhurst on the Odyssey app and uh, 980 in the greater D.C. area, we had a little fun the other night. Um, we were kind of messing around with the name change, and our producer, Vic Ferreira, JT the Vic, was kind of surmising that he thinks – they're going to throw everybody for a big swerve, and it's not going to be Commanders, and instead it's going to be the Red Wolves or the Wolves or some variant of that. So Pete Medhurst, my co-host, and I got, in, got into this discussion, and we were having a little fun, and it was so over the top, and we're all wrestling guys, right? So somehow, some way, we got down this road of could they pull a swerve off, and could they have, like, Dan Snyder pop out of a – a casket, like the Undertaker used to, like roll a casket out onto the Today Show in Rockefeller Plaza, and Dan Snyder pops out wearing a Red Wolves jersey or something like that. And we went on and on and on, and it was funny. You can listen to it on the Odyssey app. You can go uh, to the Team980.com, Russell and Medhurst, uh, the podcast section, uh, and go back. Uh, and listen to it from Monday, uh, January 24th. It's it's easy to find. Well, Jason Wright, I said I kept saying through the segment. I said, should we send this to Jason Wright? You know, and and, and I was goaded into doing that. I didn't know if he was going to be upset or not. But Jason Wright was. I mean, he couldn't have been uh, better. Uh, he's so nice. Um, you know, publicly, you know, said the thought of Dan Snyder popping out of a casket at Tombstone uh, made him. Uh, um, you know, it, basically it, it, it made him, uh, you know, choke up with laughter. Uh, but the term he used, I forgot what term it was right now because I'm not looking at the tweet, uh, but he tweeted this to us, obviously. Uh, basically, it, it, you know, it turned a lot of Washington fans into thinking that the team was going to be the Hogs uh, because of the term that he used. Uh, so... I don't know what they're going to be. I mean, I think it's going to be commanders, but who knows? Who knows? I know there's some apparel company in the Washington, D.C. area uh, that I don't know if this is legit, but it's circulating that apparently they were shipped a shipment of Washington Red Hogs apparel. Again, I think Washington, I think the organization has done some things here to set people up, to throw people off. I don't know if that's this, but I don't know if this is real. I'm just going to throw it out there. I'm just going to throw it out there. All right. So thanks to Jason Wright for being so kind. 
Uh, and he, you know, we, we exchanged a couple of text messages, and he was equally kind there. So it wasn't just a public show. But I appreciate the president of the Washington football team for doing uh, that. Um, my guy, Jim Haslett. Former defensive coordinator uh, and was the linebackers coach in Tennessee. Uh, he is no longer. Um, I, I can tell you this. I'm not going to get into the reasons why that's that's his personal business. And if he wants to talk about it, he can. Um, and I'm not going to, you know, I didn't ask him for permission uh, when I talked to him on Tuesday. Uh, but I, I, here's what I know. It wasn't job related. It wasn't performance related. Okay. Uh, I'm not going to get into the details. That's, again, his business, if he wants to tell that side. Uh, but it was not performance-related uh, from, you know, what he told me. So you can trust me. You can believe me. Whatever. Uh, so Jim Haslett gone from the Tennessee Titans. Their defense was not the problem on Saturday. Jameis Winston, is he coming back to New Orleans? Well, Sean Payton retired after 15 years at the helm. They're $70 million over the cap. Jameis Winston's got a torn ACL. Yet, on Odyssey.com and the Team980.com, uh, one of our staff members put together a top five free agent quarterbacks list. And guess who's number one on that list? Jameis Winston. Remember the couple of times he unloaded that FedEx field for a couple of deep bombs? Yes, indeed. You remember that. Before he tore his ACL, and that's... Obviously the problem. Teddy Bridgewater, number two on that list. Remember, Ryan Fitzpatrick, of course, is a free agent. Marcus Mariota and Mitchell Trubisky as well. All right, that's going to do it for us on this edition of the Locked on Washington football team podcast. We thank you guys for being with us. We are a little bit long. We apologize. Sometimes I get a little carried away uh, and forget that I've got to stop talking. Again, thank you guys for making the Locked on Washington football team podcast your first listen of the day. Come on back. David will be uh, next up solo on the next episode, uh, and we will also be together again before the end of the week. Now make your second listen, the Locked on Bets podcast, your daily one-stop shop for all your gambling needs. It's Locked on Bets with your boy Q and Lee Sterling. 301-615-3577. 301-615-3577 is your voicemail line. Please hit us up. It's gone dry a little bit. Lots of people with nothing to say. Get fired up, people. Who do you want a quarterback? Let's hear it. What's the best memory you have of 30 years ago, the last time the Washington Redskins slash football team was in a Super Bowl or anywhere close? Again, for David Harrison, covering the WFT on SI.com's Fan Nation, I'm Chris Russell, co-host of the Russell and Menher Show on the Team 980. Right here on the Locked On Washington Football Team Podcast. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Prime members, you can listen to this Locked On Podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. 